Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Vanderpump Rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. What's up, everyone? We are back getting into some shenanigans, and we have our first guest on the show in a hot minute. Jamie Lynn co-hosting per usual, and our exciting guest. If you guys are watching on Patreon, you've already seen. But for those of you just listening, Mr. Nima Vand. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited you're here. And I think I said this last time, and I wasn't sure, but now I'm positive that the record for guests yeah. on Shenanigans. What is, is, this, ex- is this number three, number this four? Three or four. Four. four? Yeah. Yeah, you have the top. I, I think it, so. The top Exclusively at the top. Wow, congratulations. And I, I hold that yeah. title very, it's like very dear to my heart, so please don't ever <laughs> allow anyone to get near that. Your reward is a glass of rosé when we wrap. That. Thank you. Thank you. We have some rosé actually being delivered to us by someone who is going to be a guest Coming up soon. Or maybe like a guest co-host. Yeah, guest co-host. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I'm not going to say who that person is just yet, but she has uh, been on the podcast before, so stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Coming soon. But for now, it's all about Nima. I love that for me. Yes. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, where do we even start? Like, you are now bi-coastal. Yes. So I'm now living the dream. LA yeah. in New York City. That is we- such a dream. I disagree because I tried that for a whole year what? and the flying back and forth is a pain in the ass. How often do you come back here? I've been in New York now for four and a half months and I've done nine trips to LA. And you're good with that? No, I'm not good with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the worst thing in the world. Unfortunately, that's part of being bicoastal. You have a life here, you have people here and you have to see them. You know, It's great when you can see you guys and yeah. it's like fun and it's social but then there's like work you have to do so you just got to find a make you, you have to sign up for that you have to know going in that's what you're going to do and you make the best of it so how long are you in town for uh for a week and okay. then i fly to atlanta for a shoot and then i go back to new york city fun yeah. see for me i mean also i've never lived in new york but i remember i think oh my god was it three years ago now 
2019, I think it was, when I was there for a Watch What Happens Live episode. It was the one I did with Carl. So I did Watch What Happens Live. The next morning, my mom and I went to meet Carl from Summer House and his mom for lunch. And it was the most beautiful day I had ever been in New York City. The sun was shining. There was like maybe a cloud in the sky. It was beautiful. And I was like, you know what? I think I want to move here. And then six months later, I met Brock. And six months after that, he knocked me up. And that dream died. But I, I mean, I'm so happy, obviously. But so that's always been a dream of mine to Listen, live in New York. I, if you guys want to make this whole entire episode of New York City hype real, like I will do it because the <laughs> amount that I fuck with New York City, I'm basically one of those like girl bloggers on TikTok. Like every single day that I wake up in New York City, I'm obsessed with something new. I, live I know. In- I watch your stories. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You go to the cutest are you on coffee close shop. Friends, or are you guys not I, that close? I don't know. You're not my I'm close friend. Not. But I could upgrade you. Yeah. <laughs> that was but, but thanks, Sheena. I, no, because I get like the extra insight in his New York life. What is this coffee place that you go to? It is gorgeous. There's like plants hanging down. It's that's called Maman King on Hudson. Okay. So the thing about the West Village is that it literally looks like you're walking through Paris. It's yes. where they stage sex in the city, streets. the cobblestone streets. I love that. You walk around. So every time I walk anywhere, I have these like pinch myself moments where I'm like, am I in Paris right mm-hmm. now? Do you live in the West Village? Right in the heart of the West Village. That's so where I, I live walk around too. everywhere. I see everything. The Friends building is two blocks from me. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like you just get this like real. You know, LA is so spread out, so you have to have right. a car yeah. to go anywhere. In New York, you just walk. You see people. On every block, there's like a million cafes that are fucking amazing. And, and like, it never gets old. It never gets LA old. LA gets old yeah. real quick. I just, I love New York City so much. It's like in my soul. I feel like it was like I was born to be there in some I, way. I yeah. tell Sheena when she was saying that she wanted to move there, I said, I believe that everybody at once in their life should live in New York City. There's just yeah, something not with about a baby, it. Not with a child. That, that ship L- sailed. Look at those Upper West Siders no. with upper the Upper West Side is, is, no. is the kid's spot. <laughs> Although I did, I just had a very interesting West Village experience like two days ago. So I was doing Watch What Happens Live. And a day before, I'm sitting in one of my favorite places in the West Village. Right across the restaurant from me is Andy and <sighs> SJP. Wait, what? Like having dinner together. Now I'm doing Watch What Happens Live. Wait, I think you posted it because I saw Sarah Jessica Parker on your Instagram. You're like such a New York moment or something. Was that that, that day? Was, that was, ironically, a day later, what? I'm walking through Soho and I literally stumbled onto the, set? the set, Sex and the City set. Oh my which God. Which they shoot a lot on Spring. That is such a New York moment. Spring and Crosby. For those that <laughs> want to know, they shoot a lot on Spring and Crosby. So I literally just walked up and it was like, that's Miranda and that's like you know, oh Charlotte. And it was like a whole thing. Yeah. So we just sat there and by the way, there was hundreds of people and I don't normally like get caught up in that but it was really surreal to watch yeah. like mm-hmm. they were like fluffing Carrie's hair and like giving her couture dress a thing and like oh that's so it's cool a that is amazing a day before that I was at this <laughs> restaurant and Andy and SJP are like and I'm like well I'm doing watch what happens I have a day from now like, we're, like literally in 48 hours we're gonna be sitting together on stage do I go say hello absolutely so I text MJ who's usually my like go-to on this kind of shit I was like, do I say hello? And she was like, is he alone? I said, no, he's with SJP. She goes, I'd still go up. She and said, say no, hi. leave it alone. I, to- I totally pussied out. Why wow. do you see Nima? This is the second pussied time out. now. I don't even remember yeah. what the first thing was. So I'm not, I can't call you out about it. And I probably wouldn't anyways. But there was something else that you asked MJ's advice for that I completely disagreed. It okay. was about a girl. Yeah. Well, let's just, let's just, so MJ <laughs> said you should have, you should not go up there because SJP was there. 
They're BFFs. They're have like you don't want to fucking be that guy. Yeah, but it's not like I Andy doesn't know you. Right. And if he was solo, I would have walked up and be like, Reg- Oh my god, how are you? I Did you tell I'm... him when you saw him that you saw him at the restaurant and was he like, Oh, you should have come and said hi Absolutely to me? Absolutely not. Okay. No, what? yeah. Whatever. I have a similar SJP New York story. Oh, Let I'm... me tell you guys real quick. Okay. So years ago when I lived there, I was in the Hamptons with Matthew Morrison, uh-huh. who was dating Chriselle. And we were at the, I guess, producer or someone of the Broadway show Hairspray, because Matthew used to star oh, in fun. it. Oh, fun. Okay. So we were at their house. Yeah. So all of a sudden, we're just hanging out. We get it. There's a knock on the door. It's Sarah Jessica Parker and baby James. I don't know how old James is now. He's probably, what, 15, 16? I don't know. With the baby, asking us if we could babysit. They live next door. What? Yes. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, no, well, I totally took it out, and I, you know, it's one of those things. I don't know if MJ gave me bad advice, but it was a very nice segue to what Sheena's talking about right now, mm-hmm. which there was a girl that I was talking to in New York City, <laughs> and it was probably the only girl in the last few years that I've been, like, a little sprung on. And okay. by a little sprung, I mean, like, Excuse I was... Excuse me, I thought I was, you were sprung on me at one no, moment. We, we had a moment. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that made me blush right I now. Hear okay, so. I hear you're really good on dates, too, by the way. I am a great... I said, Sheena, before you finish I, this story, yeah. I said, you were honestly probably the only guy up until Brock that I went on like actual dates with right. and had like the best time. Yeah. Well, I, so we're going to sidebar this comment because I want to actually address this. We'll go back to that. Okay. <laughs> on one of the dates that I took Sheena on, we went to know it was like maybe our first or second date to Nobu Malibu. That was our first date. The waiter tried to fucking pull the robbery on me. <laughs> Ooh. He tried to like sl- the guy who literally served us food and was like conversational. He slid into my DMs, like, right? Like slid into Sheena's <gasps> yeah. DMs and tried to the like get at her like within 24 hours of us being at the restaurant. I mean, yeah. it was like it was a ballsy move. So if you are taking a girl you like and you're into her out, don't go to Nova Malibu because they will fucking <laughs> try to hot? pull the we'll robbery. Was he cute? Honestly, I don't even recall. But I mean, I didn't respond. I like screenshot it. I remember and sent it to him and I was like, look at this. <laughs> it, was, it was a ballsy move. Were you jealous? A little bit. A little bit. I was more like, <laughs> it's very emasculating. Like, you know, like you obviously I'm on a date with this girl. You know I'm on a date with this girl. Yeah, I get, I get, we all can accept that she's hot, but like, the fuck are you doing? Like, you know, that's a super, and he was like on the DMs, but I, I, I DM'd him. And I oh was like, I was, I was like, yo, dude, what yo, you, bro. And he was like, oh, I didn't know you guys were on a date. My bad. And I was like, come on. I come can't on. believe you DM'd him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. And he was just like, my bad. He apologized. He was very apologetic about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So anyways, MJ gives me bad advice. Yeah. And then in New York City, I was talking to a girl that I was really, really into for a second. And there was a miscommunication. Yeah. And I didn't respond for a while. And MJ was like, good, don't respond. Don't respond. Leave just, it be. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm caught up on this story, so I'm think, glad I know. I think not responding made it harder for us to become friends. We are friends now, thankfully, which I really appreciate. But me having sort of not responded could have been interpreted as like I ghosted her. Yeah. And that was never the intention. It made it a lot harder to be friends. Like I said, we're friends now. Very thankful. She's in the Bravo world, so I'm being very careful. Is that the goal, though, to, to then become friends with people or... Do you only want to become friends because you work together? I don't work with her at all. We just happen to be in the same so network. So let's say you weren't in the same world. Would you still try to become friends with someone after you like hooked me? up with them? I'm generally... Well, we didn't make it that far. I'm yeah. generally friends with every girl that I've ever like dated. Interesting. Yeah, I think I mean, so. I'm pretty much friends with all of my exes. I think it's great to be on good terms with yeah. everyone. I don't know how I feel about... Like, let's say you get a serious girlfriend... 
would it be okay for you to be in still contact with people that you've hooked up with before as she friends? Be this, in this, to be okay in this particular circle, this was not a girl I dated. This was a girl I hung out with like once or twice. It, this was not like a serious thing. So it was yeah. very easy to make the transition to being friends. There's no residual feelings on absolutely, either side. Absolutely not. It was just one of those things where like when the ghosting perception happened, it made it harder to transition to being friends. And MJ was like, yeah, absolutely. Like, fucking leave her alone. Don't respond. Mm-hmm. And when I relayed this message, this conversation to Sheena, like, months later. I was like, it's so late now, and I still think you should say something. I had told Sheena, hey, I actually really want to be friends with this girl. Like, I don't want us to go out like that. Like, her friendship actually means something to me. Here's the dynamic. Here's what went down. And her first response was like, you didn't respond. You, yeah. haven't, you haven't messaged her in like three months. And I was like, no. She's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I was like. Seriously. And I was like, He's MJ. like, well, MJ said. And I was like, oh, my God. Nima. Well, what did you think you should do without any influence? You felt like you should say something, I think. Yeah, and I ultimately did. And it, and it smoothed everything out. Yeah, Great. three months later. Yeah. Like okay. I said, it made Better it a lot harder never. to become friends, but yeah. we're super cool now, and I'm very thankful for that, and we all move on. How's so. BravoCon going to be? Everything will be smooth sailing for I guys? I think it'll be great. I didn't, yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah. it's like we don't even really intermingle that much with no. the other shows. Like, there was the huge Watch What Happens Live episode mm-hmm. where everyone was there, but, like, we're all so busy doing our own things. Unless you get put on a panel with someone, mm-hmm. like, you might not even see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I'm, oh, I'm that'd super... be fun if we do a panel together. Oh, my God. Okay, BravoCon, I just had an idea. Put every single person who is on Bravo, like, single, like, not in a couple. Oh, yeah. Uh, and do a dating game. <gasps> like, the celebrity I... dating game, but yeah. for Bravo Labs. Yes. Oh, my God, I want to host it. I'm yes. A, I'm a little miffed that, like, I so was yeah. not invited to. There needs to be Bravo single spinoff shows. Yes. Like a Temptation Island. Yeah, I wanted to thing. be the Bravo Bachelorette. We Never happened. I think you were in on this idea too. We all thought of this at one point that this needs to be a show. Like there's enough like of Love us. Island. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys, I'm hooked. And yeah. then you can like throw in some people who were not like what Winterhouse did. They took some new people, right, and they brought them in too. Oh, yeah. So wait, it doesn't have to be. Winterhouse, Winterhouse. Right? No. We haven't seen that. No. But I think they, because they, I saw some photos of some it new people. It was Southern people. Charm and su- Summerhouse. And then new people. Right. Ooh. Yeah. Like, I would love to see the network do that on a larger scale. Yeah. Where we're like on an island. Like, send me to Cabo and give me a lot of rose. Yeah. And love Island, girls. but for Bravo. Yes. And I'm. Oh my God. Very happy. Can we get Let's producer make credits? It yeah. Can I? Can I be the host? <laughs> yes. I, I want to be the host. Said you should host that. Oh, that'd be so yes. fun. It's funny because single Sheena would have like torn up that island. Right. But <laughs> oh, now, like, sure. mom Sheena's like, can I host? Can I yes. <laughs> fucking bring cookies and like orange slices for everyone. I, I <laughs> give <laughs> advice. People People can come to oh her God, and sit yes. down and ask for advice. Because I finally <gasps> figured it out. Yes. I did. I told Brock, though. I was like, you know, you ruined my dreams of being The Bachelorette. And he's like, well, you ruined my dreams of being on The Bachelorette. And I was like, but you never Your wanted to be on that. it. No, yeah. he didn't. He just said that to say it. And Guys, I was like, I dream of, like, like genuinely paradise. I wanted right. to be The Bachelorette. I have, a, I have a segue on this, too. Okay. I just went out two nights ago uh-huh. on a date with a girl okay. who lives in... In Northern California, we happen to both be in LA at the same time. Okay. Comes down and we go out to catch and we go out to Tom Tom afterwards. Remember, I text you. Yeah. <laughs> gorgeous, gorgeous. Uh, like she's on in the public eye. Blonde or brunette? Brunette. Brunette. I'm going to actually pull up her photo. He's, he's had some blondes though. No. He yeah. has a type and it's it is. this. <laughs> it's, very, it's very true. Okay. okay. And then I want to get into the difference of dating in New York and L.A. Oh, yeah. Wow. So Okay. Right. 
She looks so uh, there. She looks very pageanty. Yes. Stunningly beautiful. In yeah. Person. Like honestly, like people have kept coming up to her and being, like, "You are so pretty," like that kind of thing. Wow. Um, yeah, okay. like, no one ever does that to me. So I was, you know, but it was fine. And it was like, I'm sure you get that with your eyes often. Sometimes. And the date's going really, really well. Oh my God. We made out at Tom Tom, by the way. What? Like in the corner of Tom Tom. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, my, who hasn't made out at yeah, Tom Tom? Jamie's <laughs> made out with a waitress at Tom Tom at Tom Tom yeah. in the bathroom. <laughs> it was classy. I, Come on. <laughs> but, but the thing is, I think there's a decent chance that she might go on to The Bachelor. Like, oh. and I was like, it's over at that point. If she goes, to the, like, fuck it. It's over. Like yeah. her follower is going to go through the roof. She has all yeah. the tangibles for it. They're talking to her right now. Uh-huh. And I was like, the end. That's that. So we'll see. Wow. Yeah. The Bachelor is like a game changer. Like, Why would she want to go on it? Did she give you her reasons? No, no. She just said they were, it was being talked about. Because that's important if you're dating her, you know? They went on a date. Yeah. And the okay. thing is, like, the minute you go on something like that, to it's me, over. dating is a completely different ballgame. People like that. Completely sure. different ballgame. And I can appreciate that. I'm not threatened by it. I can appreciate it. And it's like, I want, that's amazing. Good for you. Mm-hmm. How many dates do you go on on a weekly basis? A lot. Like, how City. many? Um, do you ever like double dip on a night? No, you know? no, I don't know. No. Let's not say double dip. <laughs> no, oh I God. never double book. <laughs> I've never double Have you booked. Double dipped? I try very hard to be. <laughs> I enjoy double booking because then I don't have to do make hair and makeup for two different people. It's yeah. done already. I try very hard to be if if I'm going to go on a date with a girl and she's going to give up her time. I know what that means. There's hair and makeup and girls go through all of that. Mm-hmm. I try very hard to give a very good dating experience. Like I want to like. Have I can a, vouch for that. I want to have I, I, your time is five valuable stars to on me. Yelp. Five stars. I want to like show you respect. <laughs> yes. I want to go to a nice restaurant. Like to me, the dates like. I'm never gonna be like, hey, let's go meet for drinks at a random place. Like, you're, that's never gonna you're be. You're always our, doing dinner. Always. You you are always gonna have the respect to like go grab a, like a nice <laughs> meal. Our first date was at Nobu I fucking Malibu. Okay, but right? that was Jamie. I made him go to the Cheesecake Factory because he said he was above it, <laughs> and uh, he drew the line at Olive Garden. He wouldn't go to Olive Garden. <laughs> I agree with that. I agree with that. <laughs> we sat. I was like, all Unlimited right. breadsticks, yo. <laughs> so I I go on a lot of dates, but I would never like double book a date. Mm-hmm. But it's exhausting. Dating is exhausting. It's so exhausting. It's, it really is. I know. It's also I, really expensive in New York City. Well, I was just going to say, yeah. if you're you going to dinner back. every night in New York City, that's super expensive. So a lot of dudes can't. I mean, New York is different. We were just talking about this. Yeah. I feel like New York guys have a lot more money than LA. LA dudes are so. I hate to say this, they're so broke. They it's, are. Most of them are so broke. They're starting they're actors or musicians. They're trying to do something, something, and it's hard to date in L.A. because of that. Mm-hmm. The dates are so shitty. They, well, they don't want to do anything. Look, Jamie and I were having a very uh, in-depth conversation off camera, or off, off camera, off pod on this, which is dating in New York City is yeah. a totally different world than mm-hmm. dating in Los right. Angeles. Mm-hmm. On the whole, L.A. is a lot prettier as a demo. Yeah. Like that's the first thing you will notice. But okay. what I was telling Jamie is if you are a single girl listening to this, on Everything I hold dear, I'm telling you, move to New York City. Because the guys are significantly better looking than the girls in New York City. Not to disparage the women of New York City, but like the men are way more attractive. Mm -hmm. They're all like Clark Kent's out there. Mm -hmm. They're They're generally well-educated. Successful. Generally have great jobs. So if you are a single girl, and I've actually like had... You can't be really struggling anything in New York. It's too expensive. (laughs) I've had friends come in from LA and I've been like, have you noticed that like the guys are way better looking? And then 
by day two of them being here, they're like, yeah, it's unbelievable. Like mm-hmm. everyone wow. is really good looking, successful, generally a little more grounded because being in a successful career tends to ground you. So if you're a single girl and maybe you're not finding love in like L.A. or Chicago, go to New York City. I'm telling you. Yeah. No, the bar for me being in L.A. compared to what my dating life was in New York is so crazy. So the bar is now set super low for me. So I just (laughs) I just came off a four month relationship where he wanted to marry me, yet he did not take me on one actual date. Anything we did, I not only planned for, but paid for. Okay. So (laughs) red flags, I said from the beginning, learn from my mistakes. I recently had a date where I was in Hermosa Beach getting my hair done and he lives in the valley he drove to hermosa beach for la that's a lot in and itself yeah he not only drove there to meet me just on a like a weeknight when he had work at 8 a.m the next day but he chose the restaurant he made sure there were vegan options he chose the bottle of wine to order and he paid for it and he drove home after he wasn't expecting anything after and wow that's that's usually just like that's quite impressive for that's bare minimum 27, which wow, young. That is, that is like very four years younger than my ex, by the way. Tw- I, I wasn't pulling stuff like that at 27. That's a mature guy. There's Aren't you married at 27? Uh, let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> PTSD, but I'm yeah. saying, I, I can't believe I'm like impressed by that behavior when coming from New York, the people uh-huh. I used to date in New York, not that any of these things are important to me. But flown first class, they would choose like islands to take me to. They would like bring me back like Island? Cartier. I don't, I don't do any of these watches things. and like the Louis Vuitton bags. All the best restaurants, all the best shows. Like that was my experience dating must in have been New really York. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just so crazy the differences. But where my bar is set now is like the bare minimum is impressive in LA. Let's talk about the differences with girls on different coasts because I've sort of talked about what I think about with the guys mm-hmm. but with the girls it's really been even more wild because in LA in my experience uh-huh. people don't come for me this is my experience you gotta play the game yeah. girls in LA like the game it's like I like you but I have to ignore you like it's just well, because they're insecure whatever they need that in LA I'm not here to judge anyone I just, <laughs> I just know that that's what my dating experience in LA was a lot of playing the game right which is Did exhausting I do but yeah, you, know, you, I are, want you those. were like you don't the want chess master of the game Sheena please <laughs> and so then I wouldn't ignore I would never ignore you wouldn't ignore but you well you know what Sheena did it was really annoying when we were on dates what Sheena would like go out of her way to tell me about other guys she was talking to oh, you would Sheena. do the same no I wouldn't what was her what? name what, what? <laughs> my I, no, business listen, partner this is, this is perfect this is perfect Sheena would talk to me about guys that she was talking to this is the game right I would then feel insecure you're 100% on some real shit let's keep this super real yeah. Yeah. I would feel insecure as fuck because I was super into her and then I'd up. be like cool I'm gonna tell you about the last girl I was talking to and then it became this like <laughs> dick measuring contest of like who can like outmaneuver who my this dick was is, bigger this is LA <laughs> I don't know have you seen <laughs> oh. oh yeah he showed uh, me photos oh okay uh-huh. I've had a whole PowerPoint presentation was, oh, yeah. I made sure Sheena knew oh, yeah. that she was not the only person he took this bitch to a Fleetwood Mac concert over me that was <laughs> that was really fucked yeah. up yeah so uh, well, she didn't even like the band okay oh, she's, that's not true she she's lo- she, blonde she, she loves the band interesting um, no you said that she like didn't know who they were no, she, she didn't, didn't appreciate No, no, no. It. She didn't know who where we're going on the way there. She mm-hmm. does she did like the band. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Long story short, I don't let's not get out of a tent. My point is <laughs> that's the game, right? That was the game. Yes. And what you just saw is what I associate Los Angeles with. Right. New York City, the female dynamic, in my experience, again, literal opposite. Women 
are so to the point in New yes. York City. It's like, hey, I like you. I mean, I've had girls, and this is not me trying to like flex, literally even talk about sex in a transactional way. Like, hey, oh, wow. I'm into Ooh. you. I want to make this happen. Don't waste my time. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's so efficiency. It's it's yeah. so jarring at first because when you come from LA and you and you don't associate dating like that, and girls are just like, "Yep, this is how it is." I literally had a girl be like, "I have no interest in being your friend. If we're not gonna like be something, I'm not interested in being your friend. It's either this or nothing." So if you are a guy and you are tired of the games, similarly, if you're a girl who can't find love in LA, go to New York. If you're a guy who wants just very transactional direct dating experiences, New York is also for you. Or if you're a female listening to this, I think there's a middle ground because I think there's something what, to be Chicago? said. <laughs> Maybe. There's something to be said for a little mystery. You know, not games and not so direct, but a little mystery is a good thing. Yeah. If you want to know how these guys are trying to, you know, become exclusive after two dates in LA, mm-hmm. that's the way to do it, ladies. Okay. Is that like, it's funny because I would never think that being exclusive after two dates would even be within the realm of possibility. Oh, she has Every guys time. who literally after the first date are like, I want to be exclusive. I'm like, what is this platinum vagina of yours? Yeah, like, it must be because it's funny. I would almost not take someone seriously if they mm-hmm. were to bring up that to well, me. Well, that's yeah. what Sheena was saying. She's like, this is a red flag. I'm like, no, this is what happens every time I She's date like, someone. She's like, no, my vagina is just platinum. It, I, I'm not sleeping with all of these guys, first <laughs> of all. So that... No, that, it's that energy. You just like yeah. put it out. Is there a litmus test for you guys? We're going to ask Sheena to go What's back that? into her uh, single days. Okay. So we're going to go. <laughs> okay. Sit, not beast before Brock. BB. All right, here. Okay, BB. So I have a theory, and I've told this to women, and they get very triggered by this. And I say that I think a woman will know within 10 seconds of meeting you 100%. If, if she will sleep with you or not. Yes. And a lot of my female friends are like, no. They think that comes off like disrespectful. They're like, no, I, I could get to know him. He can grow on me. I'm like, yeah, in rare circumstances, mm-hmm. this can happen. But Correct. on the whole, when you single Sheena, yeah. so when you meet someone uh-huh. within like 10 seconds, a minute max, you pick up a vibe. Yes, but even if you know that you want to, you maybe don't always do of it. Of course, of course. Yeah. I'm not saying like you're just going to jump on anyone you want. Right. But I'm saying like you'll know in a minute. And here's, let's do the flip side of that. Yeah. If in a minute you see a guy and you're like, I'm never going to have sex with you. Then why would you even go out with him? Well, correct me, but let's just say you're in the same friend group. Let's say you're okay. interacting with him on I the same friend group. Time, but, okay. but you see a guy and you're like, I would just, I don't feel it, right? That will never change. It's very rare that someone can overcome that psychologically. Yeah, I agree. True or false? Yeah, I think right? that's true. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's, there's so much to be said for that chemistry that you can't really define but you know it right away because it's something you feel in the presence of that person. You can be texting them. You could have met online, you know, made up a day to meet. And you can be like, this is person so funny, so charismatic through texting or yeah. on the phone. And then you meet in person and all of a sudden you feel absolutely no chemistry. And you're like, nope, I don't like this person. Yeah. So, yeah, it's that instant. I think I agree. It's that instant spark or. When you, well, you're single when you were single, uh-huh. were you guys apt to respond to DM slides? I DM slid on you. Uh, you did. Straight up. And it, here's the thing. It's yeah. so funny because I say, like, I'm a person who never checks her DMs, but, like, I wouldn't be with Brock had I not checked my DMs. But it just, Shout it's out the to Brock. very rare times yeah. that I've checked my DMs that I have, like, pursued something with someone. Right. Like, you were one. 
Brock was one. And then there was this one. Oh, my God. I found out after, though, that he was fucking 21 years old. But he slid <laughs> in the DMs. He was a verified account. It was a day. I don't know why. I was just checking them. This was a couple summers ago. And I looked at his account, and I was like, damn, this guy's hot. He looked about, like, 27-ish. And so I responded. We ended up going out. And then he was telling me how he had class the next day. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was like, class? Like, yeah. what? Please don't be and high school. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, it was college. Right. But it was like he like wanted to stay over at my house because he went to Loyola Marymount and it was close to my apartment in Marina Del Rey. Nice. And I was like, oh, you're like a senior though, yeah. right? Like, are you like a red shirt senior? Like, I, have, like, I have my freshman admission day tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Admit day is tomorrow. Yeah. But then I ended up going out with him a couple more times because there was a Bryce Vine concert and... Uh, you know, just what a normal girl wants to do is make their ex jealous. And I assumed my ex would be at this show. So I was like, sure, come with me. So he comes with me to the show. And I was also there with my little sister. And I was just like not feeling it whatsoever. I was just like, this is just like awkward. Like I just like wasn't feeling it. One of my ex's friends comes up to me and he was like, wait, he's like, what happened with your sister and justice? Did they break up? And I was like, no, they're good. Why didn't he go that new guy she's here with? And I was like, oh my God, because he's her age. Right? Oh, that's fun. And I was like, oh no, he's just a, a friend. Uh, I was like, I didn't even say he was there with me because I felt so awkward. But you guys so, would yeah. be apt to respond to the DMs. Well, that's so. how I, that's how I met my last boyfriend. He slid into my DMs. I mean, what's the difference with a DM or a dating app? Isn't it essentially like the same thing? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but with the dating app, you matched on each other. You've matched, and you're a both DM there for the an, same. I, like I never did the dating app, so. No, but the, I mean, are you I, asking? Because do you slide into people's DMs? Sometimes I will, and it's always like you always feel. I mean, for me, I always feel a little like pervy doing that. What do you say? Yeah, well, I have it depends a, I on have the a, approach. I have a move. What did you well, say what to is me? It? Now I want to like scroll back to our first. I, well, I, I had met it. Sheena that like the weekend before. We met in person. At American Junkie, my buddy owns American Junkie. I was there. I, I would just go to support him, and it's now it's like a Chargers bar. Oh, by the way, I got two extra Chargers uh, season tickets. Did you? Yeah. Right, so you'll have down. to come to yeah, a game with for us. sure. Anyways, and I met Sheena. Oh, I saw Sheena sitting there, and I obviously knew uh, who she was from the network. Again, text MJ, <laughs> and I was like, "Do I say hello? I've never met this girl. Do I say hello?" And she's like, absolutely. She the, came to the time MJ gave good advice. She was like, absolutely. <laughs> you guys are Bravo fam. I was like, I don't want to think I'm trying to get at her. Like, I was with my ex at the time, not with her, but like she was there with me physically. Okay. And so I was just like, <laughs> I don't want it to be weird. She was like, no, just go say hi. So I literally just like walked up to like Sheena and her mom, like sitting yeah. there. And I was like, hey, nice to meet you. And it was like a very pleasant five minute exchange. And then I was like, damn, she's hot. So then I, I was like, do I DM side? But I always feel a little pervy. <laughs> doing that because it's like what do you see you know it's, it's what so, did you write i don't remember i gotta scroll back and find it i Let's don't think find it while you're i don't know that. if we dm so much that, we, we dm a lot do we dm a lot or we we text a lot no, i'm saying we dm a lot so you're, it's gonna be okay not, not so a scroll it's gonna find be, in this next like 20 minutes but well, have you perfected it you have a move now uh, what do you say but now? let me just say that when i met him also i know we've talked about this on the podcast before but i don't know if you know so i'll give the short version i thought he had a crush on me because oh, yeah. when Shervin did my podcast, he told me that Nima had a crush on me. And I was like, oh, really? I was like, okay, because I thought like Shervin and I were going to go on a date. But then he's like telling me that his friend has a crush on me. But no, Shervin got my name and Stassi's name mixed up. Oh, I and heard. Nima yes. had a crush on Stassi. 
But I didn't know that. So when he slid in the DMs, I was like, oh, this guy likes me. So I was like, okay, I'll respond. Hold on. But when you went up to her, you thought she was cute. And I, I knew Sheena from the show. I mean, I, yeah. it was Bravo fam. I knew who she was. But of course I thought she was cute. And your intentions on DMing her was because you thought she was attractive. 100%. So you did have a crush. I, of course. I think what Shervin did wrong was Shervin was trying to like put in a like a word. Yeah. Because he <laughs> thought somewhere in the Farsi to English translation, Stasi and Sheena, <laughs> when you translate it like it. And so, yeah, he, he literally called me and was like, oh, I fucking hooked you up, bro. Like put in a word for Sheena. I was like. Sheena? He's like, yeah, like, Sheena, you have a crush on her. I'm like, Stasi. He's like, oh, <laughs> fuck. And I was like, it's, it's fine. I mean, it worked out. Like, either you know? or, really. Yeah. So <laughs> I do, I do have an incredible DM slide that I really am not going to share because it's so good. I want to protect it because it works every time. Can you tell me off this then? Because I'm just really curious. And it's not like you're going to use it on me. So I, you can tell I'll, me. I'll tell you guys. I actually talk about my podcast. Yay. So it's fine. So. We got it, Adam. I'm in but 2020. Would, I, we do DM a lot. What I would love to, <laughs> what I'd love to know is if you guys think this is trash. Like, please, yes. if you think let it us sucks, know. You, we can like, we can fix it if yeah. it needs to be fixed. I'm not gonna abandon it. Well, I just, let's we I just tweak it use possibly. Two of you, huh? Yeah. What is it? Okay, so if I have met you or if I've not met you, I usually won't DM and go. I don't really fully know, but like if I've met you or even just like tangentially or whatever, mm-hmm. you can respond to a story, a girl's story. Every girl will go out there. At yoga, they're feeling themselves, whatever, right? You right? said, great meeting you. Holy shit, you <laughs> literally fucking went there. Oh I'm going to pop this I, up. I, I, I How please, poetic, Nima. <laughs> and I said, hey, you two, finally. And he said, seriously, plus you're a Can Chargers fan. Can we not fan. read this? Clearly um, legit. And I said, always have been. And then he asked if I was an SD girl, and then we got into it. That's funny. Great oh meeting you. Oh my god, I cannot <laughs> believe you fucking just did that. Wow. I mean, it's not embarrassing. So great whatever. meeting you is clearly not a smooth DM slide, right? It worked. It, it worked, worked, right? But, but right, then what's, with the, what's the move? What's the move now? Right, but this is also not a normal DM slide yeah. because we're on the same yes. network. There's family, Got it. Bravo fam thing going on here. Great meeting you. So, yeah, like, <laughs> great meeting you. Like the fucking <laughs> non-gam. I was embarrassed that I said that. <laughs> I think I'm going to make you a t-shirt. Yeah, that great, says great, great meeting, meeting you. you. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that feels be like the shenanigans <laughs> merch. It's just going to say yes. great meeting yeah. you. It just, that feels like one of those, like, self-help books that, like, I wrote. Like, great <laughs> yeah. meeting you. How to Win in Business <laughs> by Nima Van, you know, like. How to close the sale. Great oh, meeting you. I'm yeah. so glad I found that. <laughs> you can screenshot that and, and, and burn it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so my amazing DM slide. People feel free to take this. It works every single time. Uh, people, don't come for me. This works for me. It's my truth. Yeah. Don't violate it. Here we go. Girls are out. They're doing their thing, posting a cute little selfie, whatever, having the time or whatever. You want to compliment the girl, mm-hmm. but you don't want to be creepy, pervy. And you also don't want to be too complimentary because then you're every other guy. So you're never going to be, oh, you're so beautiful. Like Guys, if you do that, stop immediately. No, like, just say, great meeting you. Yeah, great <laughs> meeting you. <laughs> um, so I will respond. And this is going to sound douchey, but it works every time. I'll wait for a story that's like them have like turning up. Like at a bar, friends, whatever, and I'll say just thriving. That's it. And they and the women respond mm. every time, and they thriving. go like as I should or always or whatever. And if they don't respond, then obviously. But like 
I'm telling you, it is a 99% elicits a response. Wow. Okay. And the response I get over and over and over again, like to the point that I'm saying this, Mm -hmm. is always. What if they just double tap and put a heart? Then do you you continue a conversation? If you double tap my shit, we are never talking again. I have to say, the more important aspect of this whole thing, Nima, is your follow-up after always. Of course. So what comes then? Of course. Good point. Because I do not ever want to be aggressive or awkward mm-hmm. ever you know except for with this dm right. machina like, which was both <laughs> aggressive and awkward so more awkward but yeah, yes. yeah yeah i so when uh, if they were sent always or whatever then i will try to loop the conversation into something about me and her some sort of commonality Good. like the chargers yeah or, Good. like because if i don't have anything common with you i probably am not gonna like want to suffer mm-hmm. through i mean that's you. how brock slid in that right. was like you know he find football. the common yeah. interest it's something to talk about yes commonality yes one and, two and it shows you're paying attention and you're you're personalizing yeah. it it's not something that you're writing to every single person right that's it. Although the, your first thing is, but the follow up maybe not, maybe yeah. more personal. Yeah, of course. Yeah. and if and you'll know almost immediately if there's a vibe or if there's not, mm-hmm. and that works both ways. Like I've gone on dates with girls who were beautiful, that were interested in me that I just didn't feel vibe with, and you cannot force that. Right. I guess as a guy, I mm-hmm. just won't be like I'm gonna just sleep with anything. Like I have to feel it, and there's I'm sure been a million girls who have gone on dates with me and like didn't feel it like my sense of self-worth is never affected by that mm-hmm. ever ever yeah, ever ever it's not, you know it's I mean? not you it's just you're not gonna vibe with every single person and ideally there should really only be one <laughs> you know so it's yeah. like it shouldn't be a personal attack if you meet someone and and they're not interested it's like okay cool now i can go off and find someone else who is mm-hmm. you know it's like don't waste my time ashana 1981 wants to know if you want to have kids and settle down not anytime soon uh I, but have you changed your mind about kids no but slightly slightly Ooh, here's the thing a slightly i I'm, love that for those who don't know i'm in new york i'm directing full-time now and that i think is going to lead to what i'm hoping god willing will be a very prosperous career in life yeah I don't ever want my kids to struggle. So if I'm at a point, and I know I know, everyone's going to think it's not about that. I get it. That's how I look at it. If I'm at a point where, like, let's say I'm getting to a place where I can direct movies in L.A., then sure, of course, mm-hmm. I'll have kids. I'm very old school in that respect. I, I, I want to be able to provide entirely for my family, but also, like, hype the shit up out of my wife. Who I'm like, I want you to take over the world. Like, do whatever you want to do. Yeah. I just, like, I have to be able to, like, cover everything as a base layer. Yeah. Does this, I get that. does this same mentality go towards marriage as well? Do you not want to get married until you your career is where you want it to be? Because that's a common thing with men, I think. I, it was such an ordeal to get to New York City. It was many conversations. It was earning the trust of a major ad agency out there that gave me a shot. Which, by the way, congratulations, Vayner Media. Thank I'm you. such a fangirl of Gary Vee and yeah. such a nerd on everything that he does. Yeah, and a Jersey girl. Love he's a Jersey boy and like he he's, he's, he's strong be- with his roots. He's the best. You know, I don't interact with Gary too too much, but uh, you know, I'm directing for a vertical inside of the Vayner world. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't easy. It wasn't like, oh, cool, come on down and let's just let right. you direct. It was like a year and a half of conversations. Getting to that point, I am very intense and nothing is going to derail me from that. Meaning if I have to go shoot something for like Vayner one day, but I also need to like go to your best friend's birthday, 
no dish. I'm not going to the best friend's birthday. And that might not be something that you would want as right. a, and I, and I could totally respect that. Mm-hmm. We're just, I'm just not there yet. Right. Right. I think you have to have those selfish years to be able to then be a little selfless. That's Makes right. sense. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 38 years old. Okay. I'm old. You're not old. I mean, I feel old too, but a lot of people were asking about Garcelle. And the only Garcelle I know of is Beverly Hills Housewives Garcelle. Is it that Garcelle? Yeah. Wait, what is what? Yeah. What do we not know? I thought, are you sliding into Garcelle's DMs? Have you gone on a date with Garcelle? When is your first date? What is up with this? Okay, so let's just establish that Garcelle's super beautiful. Yes. Right? Gorgeous. Like, let's just be. And I, I remember watching Garcelle in like music videos, oh, on yeah. the Jimmy sure. Fox show. Like, I can. Yes. Incredibly talented, incredibly beautiful. Like, checks every box. So I've had a couple of the Housewives franchise people follow me in the past. Vicky Gummelson followed me and unfollowed me after six months. And I was like, I guess I, I, guess I didn't do it for you. <laughs> but um, so Garcelle and I followed each other and it was it was just always like like each other's photos, whatever. Mm. And then she went on Watch What Happens Live, apparently. I haven't seen the clip. And I guess Andy did like a swipe left, swipe right game. She swiped right. She, I wasn't a choice. I guess she did. I guess oh. from what I've heard, I could be wrong. Okay. So but what, what was told to me was that in her saying that she didn't like she wasn't feeling a lot of the dudes and the options? Uh-huh. She was like, I think Nima from Shaw's is really really cute. Whoa! And so and then I could all of a sudden every Bravo blog on the planet was just like, Garcelle. Oh my god, where love. have we been? I, I have no idea. And so the guy that she was Amrit from Family Karma, who okay. has this like incredible story this season where he like comes out to his grandmother. It's the sweetest thing in the world. So he had DM me and was like, yo, she thinks you're really cute. And I was like, thanks, buddy. Like, you know, it was, it was fine. So then I do watch What Happens Live like two nights ago. And Andy, because you know how Andy is really good at this. Yes. You know, he actually did oh, this yeah. with Sheena last year on Watch What Happens Live. He was like, so are there any like Bravo girls? You know, I was like, well, I hung out with Sheena and his eyes just like light up. You know, he knows. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So he again was like, is there anyone that you in the Bravo verse are into and it was kind of the same question as the shit but then he caught himself because Andy's a fucking pro yeah and he was like in the housewives franchise you know oh. and, I, and i was like well i think and this is you know i'm not gonna like lie i was like well i think ourselves really really cute and then it just has gone wild and so okay. andy's like well it's funny that you say that because, because she thought you were and he was like have you dm'd her i said no i haven't i guess this are you is- going to I guess this is like a metaphoric DM slide, us talking about this mm-hmm. today. Yeah. And he's like, what are you waiting for? Do it. And then, of course, Candace from Potomac was like, you need to do that shit right now. Right. And so yes. I am not going to like violate any confidence between me and Garcelle. There's oh, been a hello. There's been, there's been a hello. Has there been a thriving? No, no. <laughs> How about a great, great meeting? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> there, there has been a, a very subtle hi. Like okay, I love hey, this. Stay tuned. Yeah, I love tea. Yeah. Oh my god, I love this. Yeah, I was like, I have watched it up since I've recorded, but I haven't watched it yet. So. I mean, I should be so. She's beautiful and talented, and you know, absolutely, yeah, I so. think she's a great addition to the so show. So, would I you actually date someone who lived in LA though, with you being in New York most of the time? I don't know. Take Garcelle out of it and mm-hmm. have that be anybody, right, right? Right. I don't know. I would be excited to like meet her and say hi and see what happens. You Ooh. know what I mean? So yeah. Stay, Stay tuned. tuned. <laughs> there's, something, there's something fun about just getting to meet people and and seeing if you vibe or not. Yeah, That's for all. sure. Have you hooked up in any crazy places in New York City? No, because a lot of the places that I go to are owned by friends in the Vayner world. <laughs> and I don't think I can do that. However, I did go on a date with a waitress at one of the restaurants owned by someone in the Vayner world. Mm-hmm. I did ask his permission. I said, hey, are you cool with this? 
And he said, of course, I love that you asked me, but I'm super good with it. We did not vibe on the date at uh. all. It just didn't vibe. We had a lovely date. Nice dinner. Lola Taverna in Soho. If you're from New York City, mm -hmm. I know you fuck with Lola. And we just like went our separate ways. And it was awkward for like a month at that restaurant. Oh, no. And it's like the bar we go to every single weekend. Yeah. And she didn't make it terrible, but it was awkward enough to where I was like, I'm never going to go on a date with anyone that I either work with or I see socially at all. Because I, I can't handle those situations. Gotcha. Okay. Some that people can handle exactly that. That wasn't exactly my question. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rephrase it. For, and this goes to both of you. Okay. What is the craziest place anywhere that either of you have either had sex or if you don't want to admit to that just you know made out with or did things with in public pirates of the caribbean amazing <laughs> what part and in line for star wars <laughs> what part of pirates of the caribbean back row on the boat yeah. no like what part of the ride, part of the ride? when it's the darkest and then uh, we just had that row to ourselves and just kind of kept going through the rest of the ride i had a haunted mansion or yeah ordeal as well you know okay. i made out on space mountain uh, that's a hard one. That's probably the yeah, hardest right? one. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, logistically it was very difficult and it happened. And I just thought that we've all made out at like the happiest place on earth. Yeah. You know? yeah. And we were telling Brett about both of our situations uh -huh. and he's like, I thought we'd get kicked out if you did that. They have hidden cameras and all of this. He's like, I can't believe neither one of you got kicked out of Disneyland. Well, I mean, this. you couldn't see where his hand was. Yeah. If there was a camera. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went down on someone at, in Haunted Mansion. Yeah, that's a little more obvious. Okay, we're talking, I, I've got like a hoodie on on and his hand was under the hoodie okay i can't i can't do any of these things i don't have the you stones you can't do anything no, outside no. i'm like when it comes to the bedroom like you can we can handle it Ugh. i can't be doing shit like that in public like i it like freaks me out too much so you're back of the ride yeah uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i can't do it like i'm too i'm too like aware of what's around me that's hilarious yeah, yeah. divine.modern underscore kalika wants to know what is one of your favorite memories with me I have a lot of really favorite memories. Give with me Sheena. one. Um, you know, I don't know if this is one of my favorite ones, but it's one that always sticks out to me was my best friend, who's now my podcast co-host, is a little Bravo obsessed. Yeah. And when Tom Tom opened, Sheena had invited me to the opening of it. I was just like, come down. And Annette wanted to come. Mm -hmm. And I remember being like, I don't know if that's like a tall ask or not. Like, I don't. She didn't know Annette. And in L.A., again, everyone's a little just like, I don't know you. Why would I help you out? New York is the opposite of that. You were so wonderful about it. I was like, hey, is it cool? Because the TomTom Tom opening was like Miley Cyrus. It was like it was impossible to get into. It was like yeah. it was the thing everyone in L.A. wanted to be at that night. You like went out of your way. You talked to some, and then they got there and security like it was so chaotic. Security didn't like know that who they were. Sheena actually walked through the bar to like walk them into the bar. And it always really stuck out with me because I thought it was such a like profoundly kind thing that you didn't have to do. Like Aww. you just did it because you wanted to be nice to me. And it's always been at the core of like what I think about when I think about you. Yeah. Is like you've always just been such a good, sweet friend to me that I just I adore Thanks. you. Yeah. Oh, so are we having a summer moment right now? <laughs> Mom, mom's coming in. Would you would you ever taste um, Sheena's breast milk? Um, I would. Do you want it cold or warm? Do you want some in your coffee? If you're serious, Nima, I do have a shot of my milk right here, okay. which repulses Jamie. By the way, it does. I'm I'm actually <laughs> like as I'm watching this, and I I think you're beautiful. But as I'm watching this, I'm going, wow, this is like a moment. I'm having a real moment here. <laughs> I have a couple questions about. I've, one, yeah. I've never tasted breast milk. 
can we do a sip versus a shot? Like, I don't want to down this whole thing. Can I, like, sure. Yeah. And two, is this a podcast rite of passage? Have other people done this? Only my uh, gay best friend, Brett. Awesome. And Brock. Uh, well, yeah, Brock, of course. And at, as a ancillary third question, is Brock going to be a little put off that I'm tasting your breast milk? No. No. We're sure about this. Well, you're not like getting it from you're the source. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I, just, I get that. So I'm saying, like, Brock is my homie. I want to yeah. make sure that this doesn't affect our bromance, which is budding and I'm very proud of. So, no. That's really sweet of you to yeah. be concerned yeah. about Brock, that, though. So, you know, this is. <laughs> Here we go. I'm having a real like down the hatch. It just it tastes just like almond don't milk. Tell him. Didn't Joey from Friends do this? Maybe. Well, someone on Friends drank breast milk. I don't milk. know. I don't watch that show. Okay, here we go. Bottoms up. <laughs> it tastes just like almond milk. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you can finish it. I don't want to finish it. <laughs> so you're gonna waste summer's food? You can just I'll put it in this it. coffee. I was gonna wonder so <laughs> you drank your own. Good. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. It's not bad. I know. It's actually not that bad. I thought it was going to be really bad. It actually was not that bad. It literally tastes like almond milk. Great. Think about it. If you if, <laughs> Here's here's what how I made this logically okay in my brain. Uh-huh. Explain, yes. Um, if you have sex with someone, yeah. there's probably other fluid exchanges that occur that mm-hmm. are way more intense than, right. than this. That's what I said. You know I said, I mean? Jamie has swallowed so, way worse right. than my like, breast like, milk. There's probably things that your mouth goes on that you taste. That but you, there's no payoff to this. There's no gratification. If we're talking about just from a purely a place of like queasiness, like right. when you hook up with a girl or a guy, it's way more intense yeah. than sipping someone's breast milk. Exactly. That was my logic of why I did okay. it and it wasn't bad. So. Huh. From the mind of Nima. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We, we have so some questions for you. We have some questions. So we kind of touched on this, but Robin underscore Damon underscore Dabic wants to know what is your type. We've established brunettes, brunettes, but I also know that you date a lot of blondes. So like, do you have a type? I think all women are beautiful. Yeah. Let's be really clear about that. Okay. I think all women are beautiful in their own ways. I have always dated short, petite brunettes. Yeah. Like the host of this show right. is, sort of the, <laughs> is sort of the demo of what I've gone for. It, in are my, there personality traits that, that you would say is your type? Or are we only talking about physical no, type? No, uh, totally. Um, kindness. If you are not a kind person, like the amount that I will not fuck with you, and that's been so reinforced by the people that I'm around in New York City. I am around people who are like kind and sweet and giving. And like if you are passive aggressive, angry, reactive, not just to me. I'm talking about like we're on a date and yeah. like you talk about someone in a reactive, angry way. It is not lost on me that it's only a matter of time before that turns on me. Mm-hmm. So kindness is like the number one thing. Kindness is a flex. Like 2021 kindness. I'm telling totally. you. Totally. Mm-hmm. What are some turnoffs? Besides what Besides I just what said, aggression. Just said. Um, I am not a very religious guy. So I think if somebody were to be super religious, I mm-hmm. don't think we would vibe well. Mm-hmm. Politically, I'm pretty moderate. Some of my best friends are crazy liberal, crazy Republican. But if you're like preachy, it's not going to work. On either all. end. On either yeah. end, yeah. And then the thing I don't do, the, I do the worst with is people who are like suffocate me. Like if I'm on a date and like you have to know how to like give people space and work yeah. within their boundaries. So if I like, you know... You were very good at that. But like there are some girls who are like, I miss you like right away. And it's like that for some reason triggers like Too a much. suffocation in me yeah. that I'm like, I can't handle it. Mm-hmm. You have to know when to interject What, do you do that? that? I don't do that, but oh. I have it done to me. <laughs> no, I, you just have to like know there's an appropriate time. Like the relationship has to get to that point. Don't do it early. I don't want to tell you not to be you, 
But if that's who you are, then find somebody who equally fucks right. with that. Mm-hmm. And then you guys We're just miss each other all day long. Yeah, you know? like I don't mind that. Yeah. In fact, I kind of like it a there little bit. There you go. So. What Perfect. is your love language? Uh, affection and um, that's not that's one. not one. You mean physical <laughs> touch? Oh, 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 words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. That's mine too, for sure. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. the Leo in me, but I also think that like part of loving someone is to like want what's best for them and then to vocalize that constantly. Yeah. There needs to be a constant support system in the relationship. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Well, Next Jane, what, Jane, what's question. Yours? Physical uh, touch. Physical touch, but also acts of service. I love effort. Like, I love seeing somebody put in effort. I don't need to be told affirmations constantly. It's nice. I wouldn't tell somebody not to do it, but I prefer to see acts of service. Mm-hmm. Got it. I tend to confuse that with gift giving because it's like, isn't gift giving also an act of service? However, I don't need gifts. So I always, I sometimes got a lot of gifts from you guys in New York who you dated. And I didn't, I didn't care about (laughs) any of it. So yeah, it's not to be confused with like somebody constantly getting me things, but more like an effort being put in like this particular guy who I don't think I have any feelings for. I hope he's not listening. Um, (laughs) He might might be actually. I think there's probably a decent chance he is listening. Uh, You know what? I actually questioned that because, and I'll give you a little, a little story. So on previous podcasts, but it was on a Patreon I had mentioned that I sometimes enjoy a light strangle, like, but only, you know, during the act, not just out of nowhere. I don't want someone strangling me. Well, you like to be choked. Lightly. A light, a light not, strangle. Not super Doesn't, aggressively. But, like, choking is hot. I know. Yeah. Here's the thing. We were only kissing, and he did it. And I'm like, did he sign up for the Patreon and listen to this and thinks this is what I like? Some like, guys are into it. I'll tell you. He I, just did it in an inappropriate time. One of the hottest makeouts I ever had, and I knew we had we had previously talked about choking. Like her and I had talked about how we were both into that. Mm-hmm. We were at an event. She sat on my lap, and it was actually our first time we made out. And in the moment, my hand just went up. But again, mm-hmm. it's like I'm gonna literally squeeze Sheena's wrist with this strength. It was yeah. just like that. Right. It mm-hmm. was just enough to be like you know what's coming down the exactly. road. Exactly, and that's and la- Later, I asked her, I said, yo, was that like weird? When I did that, did you notice that? And she was like, oh, I thought about that every day. Like, it was, She's she like, was, was very so into, that. into that. Yes. So I think choking should just be normalized. In Let's normalize it. I, I'm, I love it. However, yeah, yeah. I feel like it has to be in the right moment. And the kiss that we, the type of kiss that we had, it was like our first kiss. It wasn't the right and moment. And he went in and he went in, in in an aggressive way in public where what you just described is fine. It's like yeah. insinuating that's what's coming. Yeah. What he did was not in the middle of like some heated moment where it was like appropriate. So anyway, it just made me think maybe he does listen. So anyway, what, what, what I was saying before <laughs> that story. <laughs> so yeah, you don't want really to like a Whole Foods. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or you're like yeah. shopping for like produce. <laughs> you can't choke in like the lemon aisle. Got it. <sighs> and I actually forget what I was saying before that. So we could just know. move on. Something yeah. about dating. Yeah, we can move on. What was okay. did we get any other questions for him? Um yeah, well there were so many, but I mean, no, we I go screenshot the, the good yeah, ones. Yeah. So the next one that came in that we screenshot was from Devin underscore Granite seventeen wants to know we're gonna Ex nay Garcelle from this because we've already yep. asked that. Yep. If you had to date or marry a real housewife who's married or not, I think I know the answer to this. Who would it be? I want you to give the answer because I think she might know. Go ahead. Who is it? Dorit. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> would you have babies with her out of anybody? Or would there be someone else you would have babies with instead? If are we talking about pure financial. Well, because here? do you want her talking to your future kids like Jagaloo? 
<laughs> I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, Dory would probably be that would not change my answer. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a little mini crush on Dory randomly. It was very Stassi esque. It was like okay. a random fleeting. Yeah, he has these blonde crushes. Yeah. I have a crush on Dorit. I think she's. I think she had the biggest glow up ever. I don't oh, know she's what she's done. Stunning. But aside from how gorgeous she looks, I think her glam has been amazing recently. And I actually found her makeup artist, reached out to him, and asked like if he was taking on new um, clients. And yeah. he is. However, he's super. Well, I wouldn't say he's super expensive, but just guess what the rate is. Can we say that? Yeah, why not? Who cares? Six hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was in that ballpark. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And I, I mean, like, that eh. whole cast is like you know, Dorit, Garcelle, Kyle. They're all it, tons of very beautiful women on that. Oh panel. yeah, so, for know, sure. Like, yeah. So you're in New York. You're directing right now. Can you talk about any projects that you're working on? Absolutely. So we have an entire. We're constantly ideating and shooting inside of Vayner. Our job is to like help build 137, which doesn't need any of our help, but 137pm.com is like going to become the next complex. Mm-hmm. Our job is to like ideate, shoot, create. I just shot a thing with Hannah Burner in New York City. Oh, fun. Comes out this week, actually. Ooh. Um, where can people find this? It'll all be on 137pm social. I'll be sharing it on mine as well. Okay. But the what pro- is, is that like an Instagram account or they how do you find website, it? They have a website, they'll have a YouTube channel, okay. they'll have their own, they're a publishing platform. Okay. So it's Got like it. Complex has like an Instagram, they have a website, they have a YouTube channel. Same thing for one. Okay, and is, mm-hmm. this is under the Vayner Media One Thirty Seven PM is owned by a company called Gallery Media Group. Gallery okay. Media Group is owned by VaynerX. Got so, it. Yeah, it's all part of the same family. Okay. The project that I'm most excited about, which will be coming out in the next probably the next two to three months, we hope, is a short documentary that I directed on the artist Beeple. If you don't know who he is, he just did the... Oh, I remember seeing that. You sent me stuff. Or I saw it on your story. Yep. Mike Winkleman, he did the NFT sale at Christie's for $70 million. We were in the room with him when it closed. I'm literally behind camera, me and D-Rock, on him, his parents, his wife. We told a 20-minute story about his... uh, You know, it was surreal because Christie's told him that in On the Dock that he is now the most important living artist in the world. He's also, of all living artists, he is the third most valuable from his art. Oh, wow. It's Hockney, Koontz, and Beeple. So, like, the, the fact that, like, my first real mini documentary is with someone on Mike's level. Like, I had him sign a call sheet and I had some of the Vayner execs sign the call sheet. Yeah. Like my first ever like Nima Van. You basically director. have like a Picasso sync, like I, signature now. It's framed in my place. That's so dope. In the kitchen. That's you know? so, so crazy. that's been like, that's when it comes out, I'll, it'll be a big push for it. And um, there might be some like even bigger release things happening with it. So I, which I cannot that's talk awesome. about, but it might be exciting. Yeah, so, so real, can you in a maybe one or two minute explanation? What I'll give a you a 30 seconds. I'll give you a 30 seconds. Yeah. 30 no, seconds. two minutes of that is 30 seconds. 30 seconds. If you know, if you've heard what NFTs are basically all it is, Ugh, is I'm like, bored already. No, all it is. <laughs> it's Sheena. It's fascinating. All it is, is you can own the rights to the art. Think about your, you have a song. When you have a song as an artist, you want to get signed by an artist, you have to go to a record label, hope that they'll fuck with you. And if they fuck with you, they own the master. So like you have artists like TLC who sold 10 million albums who are fucking broke. What happens with NFTs is you now own the rights to that. So the guy, the reason Beeple had 70 million was because the person who bought that can license that footage however they want. They can put it on t-shirts, put it in the movie, sell it to Universal Studios. We knew it was going to go with the stratosphere because... 
people gave all licensing rights away. So it, what it's done is it's given the power back to the artist. If you're a creator, you make music, you make art, you make a movie, you can sell the rights to it directly to people. And if you're a consumer, instead of buying like a sports car, that's just a tangible piece of paper, you could buy like a piece of footage from a game and like you own that. Okay. All right, so moving on. Are you still doing your podcast? Yes, still doing the podcast. The podcast has changed for those. I was It was an interview-based show. I did not enjoy that at all. I just wanted mm-hmm. me and my best friend Nat to go on there and talk a lot of shit. And that's what we've been doing lately, too. Yeah. But we're like, you know, we felt like it was about time that we had a guest on again. I was like, oh, my God, Nima's in town yes. right now. This would be so perfect. But I've had so much fun just doing the show with just Jamie and just Brock. And, like, I really enjoy that more than, like, the hardcore interviews I was doing. But I do love that we have a podcast which gives us a platform to interview people like we are a fan of. Like, I was just, for example, on Welcome to the OC Bitches. And uh, Summer is literally named after Rachel Bilson's character on The O.C. So when they heard that, they asked me to be a guest on their show. And I'm like, oh, my God, would you come on my show? Like, that's why I love having this platform is when I get to do fun interviews like that. So stay tuned because they did agree to come on. So we got to figure out how to do the Zoom podcast the right way. I will not have them on until that audio is going to be perfect. Yes. Well, so, well Nima we'll does his podcast now. Your co-host is on a different coast than you. you know, and you guys have, have, made, have are making it work. Dialed in. Okay. I'll teach you. We'll talk about yep. that. Yep. So you're... The topics have changed. The format has changed. I'm so not trying to be CNN. Like, I'm not trying to fucking interview people and, like, have, like, in-depth conversations. There are people who love to do that. I love the Howard Stern model, which is kind of what you're saying. Mm-hmm. He can have, like, fun conversations with Robin and then he can also like have people like if yeah. Sheena were to come on my show it would be equal parts interview which you should come on by the way yeah but it would also you be like equal parts just like yet, us so. shooting the shit and like hanging out and like that's what I want I think the goal is to find the middle ground between right. those two things. I agree. You know, I don't want to be, I don't, I'm not trying to be fucking PBS, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And totally. we've gotten a lot of um, reviews and DMs of people saying they prefer us just talking. Like, yeah. they feel like they're listening in on a friend's conversation or they feel like they're out to lunch with their girlfriends and keeps them company. And they're really loving that over the interviews. Got you. Last thing I wanted to ask you about is how do you, because I see some things that you post. I think her name is Gail. But I, I, is she a fan or is she a troll? Gail started out as a troll. Okay, that's what I thought. Yes. So how do you deal with internet trolls and negativity, especially since you know your new teeth? I am going to give a major <laughs> shout out, a major shout out to Gary V on this. He has an entire clip about this Okay. where he says... If you come on my page and you leave some like dog shit on my page, mm-hmm. he's like, I fucking love you because you are, I know, and I know so well that you are in such a bad place. Like happy people do not go out of their way to shit on other people. 100%. So if you come so to channel Gary, if you come to my page with my white teeth and whatever else you want to make fun of and you shit on my page, I know wholeheartedly that you are not in a good place in your life. And so the last thing I'm going to do is like, feel bad about that like Mm -hmm. i just genuinely feel so sorry for you and i'm like i say the same thing yeah so it's just it's if you just look at that with a little bit of empathy it completely removes your ability to like take the bait or feel offended yeah shout out to gail by the way because she has done a fucking (laughs) 180 (laughs) with me and now we're like best friends so how do you feel about summer moon having more followers than you do on instagram this is where i'm very (laughs) triggered and actually where all my pettiness is going to come to the surface because when I noticed that your baby was verified, I was like, fuck. 
took me like, took me like three years to get verified, like bugging Bravo and like Summer's verified. Like she's been three months alive, and so but she was verified before she came out. I yeah, think. that. Oh my that, god. Yeah, and she also pulled an on already diva move because she was first Mini Sheena. Yeah, right. and then Summer like like the Instagram name change. Yeah, can fuck your brand out sometimes, and mm-hmm. she did it. She mm-hmm. crushed so, it. So because I love her already, I'll accept it. However, if Brock surpasses me, which I know will happen soon, oh. um, I'm unfollowing both of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking time and your short L.A. trip to stop by and get into some shenanigans with us. I adore you guys. Anytime. It's been so fun. Thanks, guys, Nima. all I'm going to say is on number five interview, there better be a T-shirt for me. Oh, yeah. It's going to no, say, say great meeting you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Sheena Shea. Shea FK. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you